0: All right, welcome to Living to Me, episode two. Today's episode, I have some amazing guests here, some amazing ladies, beautiful ladies. Thank you all for being here. Our topic- no, it's not. Okay, okay, yeah, the love, the love. Today's topic is gonna be about uh protecting women. How can men do a better job protecting women? What are you feeling when you are unprotected? And all things uh, circulating around this this topic, I think it's really big. And we be, we began to talk about value, placing value on people. Who's a high value man, high value woman? But let's let's deal with the basics. I think some basic things we're missing in communication, and and respect, and boundary setting that is being missed. So I think we're getting so focused on the shiny things and the cool things that we're forgetting this discern basics of humanity that we got to get back to just so people can feel safe being their true selves you can really show up and be your authentic self and I can get to know you instead of getting to know your representative because you're fearful of what will happen if you let your guard down. So um, I want you guys, you know, introduce yourself, who you are, Um, LaShawn, if you want to go first. Okay, B face Yes.
1: (laughs) Not I said the cat. Oh, hey. What's up, y'all? First of all, thanks for having me again. I was on season or episode one and it was so dope. Um, but I love that we're talking about fear and relationships again, because this is where the magic happens. So um, my name is Lashana. I'm a mindset and clarity strategist. And I basically help entrepreneurs build businesses in short, um, pushing fear to the way, pushing uh, imposter syndrome to out the way so they can really be them full selves and build the business of
0: their dreams. Excellent. All right. Miss Tony, you want to go?
2: Yes, my name is Tony. I'm based in Chicago. I'm 27. I am a dating coach. So I work with women who are ages 25 to 40, just helping them get the outcomes that they want out of dating, be that marriage, a boyfriend or just navigating the dating landscape a little bit better. Um, And I'm also excited to be here. I was also on episode one. So I'm excited to talk about this. I think this is really important. Um, in and outside of dating, um, just as black women and men in general. So I'm excited for tonight.
0: Love it, love it. Mm. See, baby.
3: Hmm. <laughs> 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 I wasn't. I missed episode one of this season, but I made it last season. So I'm back. Um, A little <laughs> bit about me. I'm a massage therapist. You know, I heal people for a living. <laughs> In a certain way. I'm a defender and protector of women and children that need defending and
1: protecting. <clears throat> yeah.
3: you I love it. <laughs> I love it.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: definitely, she definitely gangster with it, man. <laughs> 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 All right. And my lovely friend, long time, long time. Glad to have you on miss j money (laughs)
4: um so my name is jamila and i am a hair and makeup artist for mostly bridal and branding shoots and um i'm new to this whole situation but i saw him post it and i was like let me try to jump on here and and, and see what's happening see what's because i felt like the topic was like out of all the stuff that's going on in the world and in so in our social construct, I was like, "Oh, this is a great subject." So I wanted to jump on to see what it was like. Camila,
2: where are you based? Are you in Chicago?
4: No, I'm in Atlanta.
2: Dang it. Okay, <laughs> all right,
3: Atlanta.
4: <laughs> Atlanta, and it's a whole it's a whole thing out here. I'm in Atlanta. Yes, it is. <laughs> what you say? I'm
1: in Atlanta too. Oh, Andrew, hey, hey.
0: Yeah. And I'm definitely here for the connections, too. So I love it. I love seeing, like, people who come on, connect, and then have the conversations outside of the groups and build those definitely. lines. Because, um, believe it or not, I mean, two of y'all I met through the internet. Like,
3: Hi.
0: yeah. <laughs> so, put, like, Straight out the
3: comment section.
0: Yeah, huh? you know what I'm saying? Like, mutual acquaintances. And you're oh. like, you know what? I just, like, I just, you know. I just talk to people. I like meeting people with great energy. So that's just me. You got great energy, man. I want, I'm going to on your vibe. So let's get to it. shut sure What is, What is something that men do that really makes you uncomfortable? And how can we be better about creating a safe space for you?
2: Is this in dating or is this in general?
0: Yeah, you can you can come from any point because like, I I mean, clarity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean any, any point. You can hit both if you want to. I like that. You can hit both. Go with it.
3: Who wants to go first?
0: You?
4: I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all go first and, and, and piggyback.
2: Okay, I think oh. I'll start from the. Since I'm a dating coach, I guess I'll start from the dating angle from my own experiences and then obviously from experiences I hear from clients. um, When you're first dating a woman or courting her or pursuing her or getting to know her, asking her to come to your home immediately, like right out of the gate is a red flag for a lot of different reasons. (laughs) But the most important one being um, safety. So whenever I talk to clients, the, the biggest thing we have to consider is safety. So Even if that's, you know, we're going on a date, meeting out in public, talking to each other on the phone or FaceTiming first so that I know you are who you say you are, at least by face, before we meet up. Just basic things like that. Um, Sometimes even giving out phone numbers. I've been in situations where it's like, maybe I'm out, I meet a guy, I haven't really got a chance to fill him out too much, I may give him a Google voice number. And I instruct other people to do the same. If you if you aren't too sure yet, because you know a lot of us have been in those situations where you've given someone your number and they've abused it, and it's like, hey, I don't really want to talk to you anymore, and they start calling you from different numbers or just doing crazy stuff. So, those are some of the the main things that come to mind when I think about that.
1: Okay,
0: that's real. That Google Voice number is is, is that's that's legit. Yeah, it is. I mean, I
3: block people, but I guess that worked too. Uh, Listen, queen of a block. (laughs) But the thing is, once you already have my
2: number, even if I block you, you can call me from any other number in the world besides yours, right? So, I'm already pre-exposing myself if I give you my number, which is why I do like dating apps. I know a lot of people are against them, but dating apps are a lot safer than meeting people the traditional way. Um for a lot of different reasons, which we might get into a little bit later, but just doing those little things can really keep you
0: safe. At See, least gonna have beginning. to show
3: you how to set your phone up so you don't have to be bothered. You don't want to be bothered. There's ways around it. I promise you. I'll tell you later. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Fill me in. That is hilarious. <laughs> I'm very protective of my space
1: and energy, honey. If I don't want... Hmm. hmm. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, I'll go next. Um, I think it's a super double standard for men versus women when it comes to having multiple sexual partners. Um, we'll just use Kevin Samuels, for example. I know a lot of people don't like him, but I'm going to use him for an example because he specifically said when a woman cheats, it's cheating. When a man cheats, it's not cheating. It's He has options. And so that right there is setting a precedence that it's okay for men to wander because they can, but a woman better not do it. If a woman does it, she's a hoe. If a dude does it, you know, he's a, you know, that's, you the man, et cetera. And that alone mm-hmm. just separates the two to where, I don't know, it, it's a double standard and I don't think it's right. So that, that's very annoying. Um, secondly, uh, a lot of men have wandering eyes. Um, even if a woman's attracted to somebody, let's say we're on a date and there's a cute guy that walk by, we're not gonna be doing all this. We're not gonna be, but a dude. And I think, and you tell me, Carl. I don't even think that some men can control it. It's like subconsciously uh, a pattern of behavior to where they just. <laughs> I mean. Help me understand what the
3: problem. Scientifically, is. humans are designed to be attracted to like flesh, so that's mm-hmm. why like skin to skin and stuff is important for babies and all that. So in like genetically, that's just how we're designed. Our eyes automatically go to the skin that we can see on a person. Oh, I so that's you. automatic. Oh, okay. those men come off as predatory.
2: no, no. no I, I think, think yeah.
1: It, for one, it's more respect. I mean. Carl, can you help me? Help me. And I get what you're saying. Uh, was it Bootsy? Mm-hmm. Okay. I get what you're saying. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, the respect of it. I'm here on a date or with my woman and a girl with a big booty walk by and you just can't, can't, you can't not turn your I head. I it's, <laughs> <a, a body, laughs> it's going to be hard, hard, hard for and anybody. And she, she's
4: sad. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Like, from a, from I'm just like a,
3: too.
4: Shit. <laughs> exactly. I feel like a a, physical attributes that's attractive to like anyone as far as like objectively saying this person <clears throat> is attractive you're going to notice it whether you're male or female now yeah. men might not say like that dude he look good but i feel like you can objectively say if, if a very attractive man walk in the room it's going to be harpy not to be like shorty fine but still, respect your man. I think the respect level That's is higher talking. for women than it is for men, exactly. and that, to Ooh. me, that goes down to um, our society has is so whorish as as a culture that when men say they have options, because the the truth of the matter is, if you really had options, like the chick that you wanted
2: mm-hmm.
4: on what on the level that you at. Most guys want chicks that are above their station, and I hate to say things like, like station, like that. You know, no, it's not a belittling but it's like if you if you had the options that you think you have, then you would you would be chasing what you Why want. Are you sitting and here with me. You you see what I'm saying? So hmm. I'm just like, I, I want you to. I want guys to understand that I think everybody has options. What makes us uh, mature and into intellectually you know, mature is to say that my discipline says that that dude is fine just like you fine, mm-hmm. but I've chosen to stay right. here. Right. And I think it's that, it's, that it's, it's not the fact that everybody has choice because we all have choice, period. It's like after I've made the choice to be committed to you, it's my discipline and my honor to God however far your commitment has gone to stay here. And I think that's the that's the piece that's missing in our culture is that I have so many choices that I don't have to be disciplined. I'm like, well, your lack of discipline means that you're not intellectually stable.
0: Okay, mm. okay. any thoughts on that?
2: So <laughs> I have friends, a lot of friends who are like, divorced because things came up later in their marriage that they didn't necessarily pay attention to early on. And so I had a friend whose husband, he ended up having a sex addiction and he ended up going to jail. And it was like this whole thing, but there are men who literally are just predatory in their behaviors because maybe no one has really checked them or told them it was wrong or you know, like you're making people uncomfortable too. So to LaShawn's point, if we're out and you, to look as one thing, to glare is another, to like, yes. ogle yeah. at somebody. And then it's like, okay, well now you want to say something and now you're not really picking up on social cues and like taking those things into consideration. That's altogether different. And I think yes. we've all, all the women on this call have been in a situation where, You felt uncomfortable. Like a guy wasn't picking up on like, hey, I'm not interested. And you might've even said verbatim, hey, I'm not interested, leave me alone. And he just keeps pushing the point. So we can all also relate to being out in a family. And you you can't keep your eyes off of them,
0: right? But I think
2: we're more programmed, like Jamila said, to like be disciplined. And it's like, I'm not gonna go jump on him. You know what I mean? Guys, on the other hand, it's kind of like, socially acceptable for them to kind of push the bounds of like well i'm gonna pursue her and i'm gonna da, 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 da. but then it gets to a point where it's like okay now you're a predator now i'm right because like, there,
4: there's a there's a, a a definitely a line in the sand between pursuit and predatory that's definitely a line in the sand and if <laughs> it, it, and i feel like if a woman is, is is giving you like hey, hey 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 if she keeps moving away from you and you're not picking that up because I've definitely been in that situation where my mm. male friend had to step in, like, bro, she chill, died. yeah, like, like chill out. And that that was a little bit scary because at that point we're like, can you just walk into my car? Because now I'm afraid for real, like I'm afraid for my life. Even at the point because so many women, whether it's reported on or not, have been killed for not saying for not giving out their numbers for, for just saying, Oh no, thank you. Like no matter how kind we are, there are just, it's something. And I, I don't think that we, it's not our responsibility as women to r- tell grown men that there's a boundary here. I feel like men need to mm. take that responsibility and say, if, if you, it can't just be because I'm sexually attracted to her. I want to protect her. It has to be women deserve Ooh. protection without her necessarily being sexually attractive to you. It's just like, I don't want my brother to die, I don't want my son to die, I don't want my husband to die. If what if we can think that, why can't you think that way about us unless we're sexually attracted to you? To you? Like that's that's the question mark for me.
2: I feel like we are always in the position as black women where it's like. Okay, not only do I have to consider my safety, but I have to consider everyone else's safety. safety Even right. if you're in a position where it's like, damn, I want to call the police on this nigga, but I'm scared the police going to come and kill him. You. you know what I mean? All it's always right. it. like, a tough to do- position. Yeah, so, like you just put so us in a bad to-
3: position. So, so y'all, y'all, y'all just opened a lot of doors here. So, taking it back to the original question of what makes me uncomfortable what makes me uncomfortable when someone approaches me is or i'll say this when people inbox me or whatever and they ask me do you smoke or do you drink why do you want to know what's going to put me in an altered state of mind no i don't smoke no i don't drink now what's up Mm now now hear from you no more Mm. Mm -hmm. what was your game plan to begin with that makes me uncomfortable so upon introducing yourself to me or trying to introduce yourself to me and the one of the first things you ask me is do you smoke do you drink big old red flag Mm. another red flag for me is if i explicitly tell you i'm not interested no i don't want to go out no i don't want to do this and you continue. To press as if I'm like a level on Call of Duty or something you can conquer. Understand what I'm telling you. Because then if I decide to go out with you. And I've already told you I'm not interested in you. Then you're going to turn around and start posting these memes like, oh, bitches just go out for a free meal. Like, well, fuck, I told you. Okay? I told you I didn't want nothing to do with you. You kept pressing the issue. If you must have this moment of my time, sure, I want some crab legs. God damn it. But <laughs> pressing the issue yes. makes me uncomfortable. What else makes me uncomfortable? Touching breathe. me makes me uncomfortable. If I don't welcome a hug or a handshake or a dab, please don't touch me. I don't care if it's my shoulder. I don't care if you touch my hand. I don't care if, you... if we're in a club. Please don't put your hand on my... Don't touch me at all. You do not know me. Well, enough at all to touch me. There's a whole pandemic going on. I don't even know if
2: you washed your hands or your ass today. Please don't <laughs> touch me in any way. I had two guys in particular like sneak a kiss in, and my reaction, I slapped them in the face. And it's like, I didn't, you know, it was just instinct. And I was like, why would you do that? Like, again, not picking up on the social, like, I wasn't giving you any indication. That it was okay for you to go in for a kiss. Now one of the guys. I actually really did like. Like we had been talking to each other. Or whatever. This other guy he had took me out to dinner. And he was dropping me off. But I was just like. Now you slept. And we both sitting there looking like confusion. So consent is important. Don't touch me. Don't go in for a kiss. Don't you know what I mean. Like ask my permission. Read my body language. But outside of that give a fuck. Right, because a lot of times guys can see you're uncomfortable, and they don't care. It's like, well, I'm just and gonna keep continue. going. Red flag, definitely yeah. a red flag.
3: Yeah. It's, oh my goodness! Oh, I'd have been through some stuff.
4: I think if you are interested, <laughs> if you, it depends on the man's intentions, right? Like all all women who go out to the club, her intention is not to leave, wasn't it? At the end of the night, mm. right?
3: I think according him. to them, that's our only intention. According to most penis will well, no. humans, our only purpose in life is to please, cater, entertain, and do whatever for them. It can't never be I've been feeling strange because I'm six weeks postpartum and I ain't been myself in 10 months. I want to get out and look cute and feel like a bad boss woman not somebody's yeah. mother you can't just go out and just want to be yourself you have to be going out because you're looking for penis shit even if you are you still
2: need to respect me
3: exactly that's another thing that makes me uncomfortable assumptions and entitlement don't feel entitled to my body because you're a man Mm. Yes, you have a piece that will do no my piece like a little on. puzzle, but that does not mean we need to come together. I no, don't care what I have naked on. And
4: her body is still hers. Mm.
3: I don't care what I have on, what I don't have on, how you feel, yes. a whole dress is, I don't give a damn if I step outside booty hole, ass naked. If I ain't gave you my OnlyFans link, if I ain't sent you a trash app <laughs> with an invoice for pussy, please don't think you can get that for me. We're not in a strip club. If I'm not on the pole, please don't think that that's what I'm about. Even if
2: you We're not supposed to be touching the strippers. So consent is a thing in and out of the bedroom and wherever, yeah. we, are, wherever yeah. we are. If you don't have permission, don't touch me. Don't touch anyone else. Keep your hands to yourself. First of all, but the people want not talk
3: that apparently. I mean, they told me that. That's, men, that's true. God,
0: so that's, I don't, I
3: don't know where that got lost. That's
0: but. a big thing right there. And that's that's one reason why I uh, I'm enjoying hearing this. Right. And I want to hear from you. I want to hear all of this because and I I want I want you to hear and kind of go, you know, because I think sometimes when women begin to communicate, it gets uncomfortable for like men and for most people, because you kind of get on subjects that um, could be touching on trauma. Could be touching on like childhood stuff, could be doing a lot mm-hmm. of different things. Right. So I think sometimes the conversation gets uncomfortable and we and we don't get to where we need to get, right? So mm-hmm. for me as a man, what I'm hearing from you all is that men regularly uh, have assumptions, right? And I'm not saying this is, I'm, we this is purely to hear the woman's side. Right, right. Really hit a woman's side, but me as a man, this is the position that that men find themselves in, right? Where mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out what you want, because some women to be like, "Oh, he's soft. He he didn't even like make a move. He ain't trying try to kiss me, girl. He weak. He this like men don't really. A lot of these guys aren't taught, right? So me, I was taught by. My mother and my father, different mm-hmm. things. My mama covered certain things. My dad covered certain things. I learned oh. from my uncle, I learned what to do or not to do from my brothers. You know what I'm saying? But I, yeah. I think that people aren't taking that information, processing it, and applying it. So for me, I take the approach of really on a more conservative side. And I'm patient. I ain't thirsty. But for the dudes that are thirsty that do have the ego or have dealt with rejection, because you got to sense a lot of people deal with mental health. So if they mm. get issues or rejection mm. in the past, a woman telling them no might trigger some with some mommy issues or some other stuff. So
3: mm.
0: as a man, what is the appropriate way in dating for me so, to express my, my desire and interest? So this, I think
3: just basically on, stating okay.
0: it, Let me let me get Jamila real quick, and I'm gonna hire you, Boosie.
4: So I think it goes again. It for me, I think it goes back to intention because if if depending on what kind of woman you're attracted in or attracted to, I should say, um, if you're if you're looking for something that's long term, then the type of woman that you're attracted to is is probably. I think in most cases, is not going to be looking for you to dick her down on the first night. So that body language, that girl, he didn't even kissed me, that all that kind of stuff. If she's looking for companionship, marriage, whatever, then I think her, her overall goal is to be looking for a man who respects her, honors her, and, and is going to treat her that way from the jump. Now, it doesn't mean that you won't have strong sexual chemistry and stuff like that. But I think if you're looking for long term, then the discipline and controlling that and, and, and letting it be known in a healthy way without it being pervy or what you know, over mm-hmm. overstepping your boundaries. Outside of that, if you're looking for somebody, if you're looking to just dig somebody down, then that that girl is she's presenting herself nine times out of ten. Those those type of women are separate and they're presenting themselves as such that doesn't mean that you have autonomy over her body that doesn't mean that you still don't respect whatever boundary she's putting forth and if you're reading if you if you are sane and you're reading her right then you'll um, you'll know if you can touch her or not because her body language will tell you that that's that's just my my ideas and my thoughts about
0: that okay
2: the only thing with that is that requires a level of emotional intelligence that a lot of people just do not have they don't have it they and ain't with got the emotional it. yeah with the emotional intelligence it's the self-awareness awareness of Correct. others empathy Correct. being able to read a room picking up on Correct. social cues so if i don't have those skills hmm. it's going to be a lot more difficult for me to decipher okay, yeah. she's giving me the, the, the green light to go, or maybe I should wait and fill this out a little bit more. Or sometimes you might just have to ask if you can't read the person. Yeah. But- Correct.
0: Correct. Uh, Foochie, what you got on that?
3: So, my advice to a man or boy, a male, that is interested in a woman mm-hmm. and wants to relay that to the woman, the first thing I would, my advice to them would be to express your interest and express what you're interested in so you can't just say
0: you can't just slide
3: in somebody's inbox and say you're beautiful
0: Mm.
3: okay or you can't just slide in somebody's inbox and be like I want to get to know you do you want to get to know me for what you're interested in me for what are you interested in my core my soul my mind are you interested in mm. being my husband are you interested mm. in being a partner are you interested in being a booty call are you interested in being what i don't know just the baby that like i don't know make your intention clear if your intention with a woman if you're interested in a woman and your interest is sexual let that be known this shouldn't be a might gang- be interested in that. <laughs> Like that, she, you, if she, she might be in my interested DM. in the same thing. You never know. But <laughs> the thing is, people don't make their intentions clear. Dudes will approach you in a way romantically and say, "Oh, I want to take you out." When underneath that, "Oh, I want to take you out" is you're gonna split it open when we get this after we get this check. Let that be known. If your intention is to take me out to essentially buy my vagina, say that because you can stay home. I will stay home. I can feed myself.
0: What well, men are going to do? Because if I do not, I do want to
3: miss out on
0: that part it's, of
3: it. It's all. Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> <You guys laughs> people, it I'm not saying people price. are going to do it. <laughs> I'm just saying that's my advice. I can only yeah. suggest it. You know what I'm saying? I can sit <laughs> the drink down. I can't shove it down your throat.
0: <laughs>
3: that's my advice. If you want, and then, I mean, it will make things so much easier. If you just make your intentions clear from the get go, you're either going to get what you want or you're not. And you can save your time and money and effort and put that into somebody who's interested in what you're interested in. Like, I don't understand why that's so hard to put together.
0: I get Well,
3: because they can't manipulate the situation anymore.
0: I'll tell you this.
3: Right? It's about to finish. And the that hurts. I know that hurts. I know it pains it. I know it be burning they assholes up. But <laughs> you yourself to trouble. Like, why would you continue? That's what I don't understand about men. Y'all put yourself through some shit for no reason.
0: But you you got just understand this so, uh, Most dudes don't <laughs> most dudes don't have game first of all. And when I say game they don't have a conversation. There's no gamesmanship. They don't have a conversation. They can't really. Uh, a lot of dudes don't have the intellect to stimulate your mind. Right? They don't have
3: charming game. They got
0: a game yes. to run. <laughs> and then, and then, there's no charm, but then also they they may not feel confident in their physical attributes, right? And so, what hmm. you, if you if you don't have the charm to entice physically, you don't have the hmm. conversation to stimulate the mind. What you have left is aggression right huh. so True. I'm, going huh. to, True. I'm going to take control and force my hand because I don't huh. have no other option away because I don't know how to do that and it's so a lot of us don't exercise that muscle now there could be a number of reasons why that happens, but from what I've seen like I've been that guy that had to go talk to the I, I made this post the other day just like Randomly thinking about it, but like, there's some guys that have to be the dude. It's a lot of pressure. If you're the attractive dude in the group, the pressure's on you to get the girl. If the girls don't come to the party, it's on you, right? If the girls don't leave with you from the club, it's on you, right? Like, there's a lot of dudes that just don't lean on their conversation. They don't, you know? It's real. It don't have to come. So, so it, the thing of it is, is that it's important. Because I feel like hmm. me, for I give you an example. There's a lot of beautiful women that I didn't have sex with because they were too drunk. Right? They I, was I, too I, because they were too Because they were? I passed up on some beautiful women that I did not I did not hit you know, whatever way is appropriate for me to say that. And they may have wanted it, they did want it, but I didn't because they were inebriated, because hmm. they were too inebriated. Like, it's, i feel like it's a level to where you're just too drunk right
1: you know what's interesting though carl there's a lot of guys who want the women to get there so they can so they can have sex with them easily so they don't have options and that's the uncomfortable yeah. and, <laughs> and that's that. where the protection comes in i respect yes. that about you though because some men that's where they're trying to get them to. they're trying to get them up here so they can do what they need to do
0: i mean you want to You everybody want to be a little juicy I ain't saying that, you know, it's all about us being dragged into. So I'm being honest, like, yeah, we have a party, we sip in, smoke, whatever it may be, but if you get to a point to where you don't have control of your body, are you just, like, sloppy? I don't want that. It's not good. I mean, anyway.
3: this is the difference, though. I understand if there's a mutual understanding and a mutual chemistry beforehand. Right. Sure. Um, However, if you're... Only intention- Like If I express to you sober that I'm not interested in you and I do not want to have sex with you, I don't want to go on a date with you, I don't want to give you my phone number, I don't want anything to do with you. If I tell you that sober and then you see me at a party or you see me at a club or you see me out anywhere enjoying myself and I'm tipsy. And you proceed again to try to get me to change my answer. That's the difference. If I've made it clear sober, I don't want anything to do with you. If you feel like you got to end now because I'm inebriated and I'm not in my normal frame of mind, that becomes the problem. That's where the protection part comes in. And it's not even just protecting. It's not even just a man or, or, or penis holder of any sort. Protecting, I can y'all gotta be careful with my words now. I can't say because right, men, right. men operate differently. Kings operate differently than yeah. the pawns So I gotta make sure I'm wording this right. Somebody come in the comments, start calling me all kind of bitches. So I'm any human with a penis. The protection shouldn't just come from you, you know, just being with a woman, it should come in with other dudes too if you know your homeboy is plotting is chick and watching a chick get drunk and watching how many shots she's and watching how many drinks she get before he approaches her you need to sit him down and say hey boy you yes. wild you tweaking yes. catch up when she's sober like that is where protection comes in i shouldn't even have to interact with a man to feel protected by him if i'm at the gas station and i'm like these videos i oh, see online I saw a video of a girl in a sundress simply just trying to buy gas. It's one girl at the counter trying to pay for her gas at night because, you know, they lock the doors up. So she's outside at the window trying to pay for her gas. Outside, there's like 20 dudes out in the parking lot harassing her, making circles and around not her. Not one of them her, harassing her. But not one of them said, hey, bro, chill out. Let the lady get it. Not one. That not one. would be the time to protect a woman. Yeah. And I'm talking about they jumped on the car, they even followed her down the street. Like all she wanted to do was buy her gas and get the fuck home. Yeah, none of them offered to pay for her I gas, none I of have them offered no to pump the gas, but they harassing her because her ass looked nice in the sundress. Like that's <laughs> protection hey, doesn't you just wrong. have to be with the woman. The a woman. Men also have to be
2: me. men, though, because a lot of guys <laughs> are like, I don't want to jump in and do that, and then the guy's gonna clown me because. You see we all trying to get at her and you trying to stop That's not a man. That's 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 your confidence level. That's that's, not a man. That's that's you being a man. Well, well, most (laughs) of these males are not men. They just are not. And so, it's like, I mean, even, what's his name? Tristan Thompson, he said that he cheated because of pressure. The one that's with Chloe that has the baby with
0: Chloe Kardashian.
3: Oh, Oh, he was peer pressured into ruining his family. How sad.
0: Boy, I mean you crown. So let me let me ask you this. Let me ask this then because I'm wondering because as a man, like I don't I don't condone any kind of uh violence or any situations that make women uncomfortable like that. And I learned in previous relationships, and this is something I want us to to discuss. We may not be able to get too deep in it. Um, we will have a part two. But I think there's something to take into consideration to where what point do you share your your trauma, like your past, like what, yeah. what has affected you, right? Because I feel like safety is very subjective. I think there's a baseline True. of safety to where, hey, I feel like you're physically too aggressive right now. I don't feel safe. There's five, ten dudes around me. This is very unsafe. And then there's us having a conversation and my voice. My tone goes up a little bit, and it triggers you because, like, in my family, like growing up, we all loud, like we hood. You know what I'm saying? Like We, loud. <laughs> we talk with our hands and stuff. I'm purposely keeping my hands down. I keep my hands. I talk with my hands, so I, you can't do that on the screen. It'd be too much, right? So, but that moving with your hands, talking too loud, abrasive, that makes people uncomfortable. It might trigger something. So, at what point do you? in dating this, this mm-hmm. shift like, in dating at what point do you let a person know like hey um these are the things that has happened in my past these are the things you're doing and and, and this is how it's impacting me like immediately the conversation?
2: yeah i would say immediately when it happens. Happens. yeah yes. because if you're
4: if you're with someone and you've gotten to that point where y'all having arguments or disagreements at some point, y'all said to each other, like, hey, we like each other. We're making some form of commitment, right? If if it's, this is, let's hypothetically say that this is where y'all at, right? Mm-hmm. If you can't say in that moment, like, hey, you know, I'm going to just keep it 100. I don't really do tag team arguing. That's not for me. So if there's another way that we can express our feelings, I mean, cause it's really just about communication. Is there another right. way that we can express our feelings without you feeling up in arms? If that means that you need yes. to take a step away, tell me so I can shut up and go. And I don't mean like, you don't have to say shut, like shut up. So I can. No, it's like, Hey, okay, let's just take a minute. Let's take a minute. I'm a step away because I'm feeling violent. You have to know yourself. If mm-hmm. you don't know yourself, then you cannot communicate on what you need. And a lot of times in this in this era of dating, a lot of people don't want to do the work on themselves. They expect people to accept them where they are. And I'm like, well, don't that change makes, you? Them. I need you to know that you get violent and you need to take two, three, five steps back. And, and probably not be in a relationship because you need some therapy. Like, figure, figure that out for yourself. And so, in order for me, like, me personally, I've, I've had some sexual trauma. So, I'm like, hey, there are certain things that for someone else that might turn them on. But that's not going to work for me if you choke me up, and you know, up on the door. Mm-hmm. That's not, while, while it looks cute on TV, you have to know whoever you're dating. And if you're reading her, if you like her, if you like her outside of love, because sometimes I feel like like is more important. If you like her, then you're going to care about her feelings and her responses. If you're looking at her while like looking for her responses while you're being sexually involved or something like that, mm-hmm. or, like not to pay attention, because if not, then it, it, it falls back on. You're just trying to please yourself. And that's not a relationship.
0: Mm-hmm
2: yeah you know well Jamila thank you for sharing that with us um I'm glad you felt safe enough to share that but I think one we should probably have a trigger warning on this video before it's posted but two one of the things black men have to understand is that if you're dealing with a black woman or any woman for that matter the chances of her having some type of sexual trauma in her past are very high very 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 high. high. so always keep that in mind when you're interacting with women whether it's on a romantic level platonic or wherever like that's why body autonomy is important consent is important like because of that very thing alone like most of us have some type of sexual a lot of men do as well true have sexual (laughs) trauma that you know it's just like you raising your voice you need to come down an octave you're getting really close you're using your hands, you're you you know, I feel threatened. Like you gotta be aware of like how you show up in a space.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, right. and so yeah, that's important. Lashana, you wanna hop in on that?
1: Ooh. Yeah, I'm just gonna add, I know deep breath, right?
0: Yeah, it's stuff, <laughs> y'all. I, appreciate I was gonna know. add
1: that we're assuming that both parties have the skills to do what you guys are communicating. Mm-hmm. Sure. More sure. than likely mm-hmm. they don't. Um luckily we've we've done we're doing work we matter whether you're in the professional realm or you're doing it yourself but let's just talk about typical keisha and typical tyrone neither one of them more than likely have done the work to even be able to communicate what i'm not comfortable with or how to regulate my emotions to where i don't holler you know what i'm saying so like what do you do when you get two individuals who do not have the skills and then the outcome is the police being called or Uh, another traumatic event happening because that's that's literally the reality Mm, i think i'm sorry Did anybody else want to go i feel like i
3: have a lot lot to say i mean the particular question that she asked i don't think there is a way to navigate if a person doesn't see the wrong in what they're doing they're not going to feel a need to fix it if a person like i said this all varies from person to person so it's not like a cake and clear answer for everything. But, like, if you... My parents are two very completely different people. How they piece themselves together to create this here, I'll never know. But, like, my father's approach to things is very different from my mother's approach to things. My mother is very... She's the aggressive type. She's the one that does not know how to communicate. She's the one that doesn't know how to display anything, any emotion, but anger. She could be Mm -hmm. sad and it'll come off as aggression. She could be happy. It'll come off as aggression. She could be confused or hurt and it'll just come off that way because that's how her household was when she was brought up. That's all she knows. She doesn't know any other way. Mm -hmm. So that's what she brings to all her relationships. My father, on the other hand, grew up differently he can communicate effectively. He can express his emotions. He can get you to figure out what it is exactly you're feeling. So, and he did that a lot with me. So I've been on both sides of the spectrum growing up. So I know both sides of it. So it's like, if you grow up in a household where your emotions are nurtured and people are talking to you and teaching you how to work through those things, then it's easy for you to communicate it. And I feel like with the penis holders in general, when they're being brought up, they're not taught that. When a little boy cries, they told sit your ass down. Quit being a soft boy. Shut your ass up or go sit in the room by yourself and cry. Like, get out of my face doing it. Those little people grow up into big people and those are the same patterns that they hold on to. And if that's all that they know, if they've seen their mother being treated like that, if they see their father being treated like that, if they see or not even their mother and father. If that's just the dynamic, the dynamic that they see growing up, that's all they know. If they're watching TV and all they watching is the BET classics and it's Boys in the Hood and Baby Boy and all that, that's all that they're seeing. So if they don't know any better, then they can't do any better. That's like me, like if I only go to one restaurant in my entire life and get steak, I'll never know that this other restaurant got a better one. You know what I'm saying? So if this is... Yeah. Needs- And you can't fault people for that all the time. But at the same time, at some point, as an adult, it has to click to you. After situation, after situation, after situation, something has to click in you to where it's like, maybe this ain't really working. Maybe I should switch something up. But like I said, that's a lot harder for men to do than it is for a woman, just because that's how they're brought up. They're taught, you the man, you in charge, say it with your chest real alpha type it's my way or no way type of shit so yeah but alpha doesn't mean
4: control and
3: dominance but they don't know that because all they've known in their life is control and dominance that's like taking a slave and sitting them out in the world and saying, all right now go raise a family which is kind of why the black community is fucked up now but it's like all you've taught this person is whoop ass and don't say nothing about it or i'm gonna beat your ass again That's all they know. So you give this person a family, a child to raise. That's what they're going to give them. They don't know any
2: better. Making them aware is important. So if I have a person who's doing something or a colleague or somebody that, you know, that's a loved one that I care about, and they may not be aware how... Their behaviors are coming off. I would tell them because I'm big on honesty and transparency, but also compassion. The same way if I'm doing something or if I have a behavior that's offensive or off-putting and I may not be aware of it. I want my friends or you know Romantic
3: partner to to let me know Because sometimes you you really May not know true but then You walk in a fine line between telling Them out of care and then being offended And defensive that goes back To like their emotional upbringing if I I feel you I'm the same Way if I People say I mean people call me a bad friend People say this and, that and other because I don't just go along With their bullshit I'm telling you what you Need to hear because I want you to be better I want you to do better I want you to be treated better. But to somebody else, that'll come off as I'm picking on them or I'm being mean to them or I'm judging them and they automatically get defensive about it. So I think it's how we
2: do it. Right. Because honestly, passion is just brutality. So if, if, if I'm telling you something and you know, I'm saying it from a space of like, I care my tone, the words that I use, the examples that I give. People perceive it a lot differently than your ass is ignorant. And every time we go out, you did it. You know what I mean? Like we got to think about approach as well, because I mean, think about you. If you had a trait that somebody wanted to tell you about, like you probably wouldn't respond well if they were like attacking you versus care fronting. So having compassion, I think is important, especially if it's somebody that you care about and you just want to make them aware of the behavior.
0: I wanna, but I've uh, had uh, that experience quick. with somebody. Oops. Well, no, no, no. I want real quick. Rashana gotta hop out of here about uh Hello. five, seven minutes. So I want her to give some uh give a final thought before she gotta go. And uh and then we keep it rolling.
1: Sure. Yeah, no, this has been really fun. And of course, I mean this could be like part five series, right? <laughs> and I would love to have some more guys too, because we're using mm-hmm. a lot of absolutes, like they don't know. And I'm really big on most or some because perfect example, we got Carl here. He very on point. He's very woke when it comes to this stuff. Right. And, and luckily we have a lot of guys who, who are exactly emotional, intelligent or whatever, know how to communicate their feelings, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But my thing is there's a lot of women who are not as well. And we got to take, it's a shared accountability. Uh, the mama raised the son who turned out this way most most black families came from a single parent household now mind you and uh, i heard this analogy people's cupboards are either full and they'll give you everything they have out of their cupboard it's in abundance but some people's cupboards are bare and we are expecting to get all this stuff from this cupboard that is not there it's empty right and so these conversations are great but it's shared accountability um I would love to talk more and I ain't trying to get deep but I'm very objective I have brothers who went one that went a great route and one that took a different route right I got a mom who's 20 years clean from crack my dad as well grew up in a dysfunctional household I made sure that I did not do the same for my daughter Mm-hmm. So we have a choice on how we are going to either repeat what we endured or mm-hmm. change. Right? No mm-hmm. matter what kind of household you came from. So yeah, that that's that's all I got.
0: <laughs> I I and we will. I, I I was intentional with this one with the women, but I would like to bring in guys because I want this conversation to continue to evolve. You know, um, it, it's it's a necessary one because I don't want I don't mm-hmm. want us to find each other no more. I really want us to get to an amicable place. Yeah. So we can really Ooh, families in this community right. Right. Yeah.
1: I wish I could say I got to actually do a 9 o'clock session, but I appreciate y'all. Love, peace, and blessings, and I'll see y'all love. in the next one. Love. Definitely. Bye, y'all.
0: Love, love, love. Yeah. yeah I, I love I love the direction it is, man. And I appreciate y'all. And I ain't going to have you here crazy long. I know we're approaching um, the hour mark. Mm. And um, I just I, I wanted to hear the raw raw feeling uh, i didn't i didn't want to jump all the way into like the solution yet because i feel mm-hmm. like you we know, gonna explore the pain and we immediately move to numbing it and putting a band-aid on it and that's the problem a lot of guys just don't hear enough and when they hear it i want you to understand this like from the from the mind of a man once we start hearing this caddy like any yeah, yeah, like that caddy voice we shut it down, like, it, it, and it's it's like from my moms, like when our moms like we feel like nagged us, like we we program growing up. I right, at a point I'm shutting it off because she was constantly going. But on the flip side, what I've learned is that that's dangerous because she's not really nagging you; she's expressing her her need, and I think that when you're young, you're a man, you're young, you begin to learn how to ignore needs being expressed. Right? Clear needs. Like, my mom would ex- my mom would always find something, but she didn't know how to express that one of her love languages was acts of service. So She would,
2: mm. keep,
0: yeah, mm. she would keep me, my brothers, my dad, keep us all busy because her love language was acts of service. So as long as she was doing something, she was feeling love. Mm-hmm. You when know, you didn't do it or you didn't move quick enough, she felt unloved. And then she grew upset and frustrated and sad. And if you didn't acknowledge what she did for you and, you know, mm-hmm. she so got into doing something for you, making your room clean, pretty, painting or something like that. Um, something she just devoted to making you feel better about your environment. That's an environment is big for me because my mother, and you didn't acknowledge that she sat. So, like, men aren't taught to understand what language is being spoken. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You know, like, that was one of the issues I, you know, in, in my relationships, man. Every girl I've dated could probably tell you, like, uh, she may feel like, you know, women I've dated may feel like um, that I was maybe withdrawn a little bit. Like, I just kind of, I'm an Aquarius, so I kind of be in. I was
2: about to say, that's what it is.
0: You know? I, I need my, I, I need my space to recharge because I'm, I'm, I'm empathic. Like I, I absorb yes. around me. And so I, it's it's important. I can't take your energy. You know what I'm saying? Like test the spirit by the spirit, your spirit off, yeah. your energy off. Like you go pray that away or something. Like you deal with that <laughs> I can't have it. it on me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to talk to God for yeah. you. I can't do it. So I think men, to say all i say all that to say this at an early age, men are taught to ignore clear verbal signs of communication, both verbal and nonverbal. And they have to relearn it after mistakes. Because you see what you're doing not working. And it probably takes you losing something that you really loved and cared about to yeah. just like, oh, you know, and then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's it, stupid. You know, but
4: I think it's very important for us to notice our patterns, and once you notice your pattern, then you start to change it. But you also sometimes in change, you have to leave whatever environment you learned the pattern in, and um, as a as a plus size woman, because I I feel like I need to take a little bit of a step into that water. I feel like men tend to masculinate us
1: mm-hmm. where
4: like if there's if there's somebody carrying boxes and then I'm carrying boxes they're like oh she got it mm-hmm. or I tend to be the, pro, oh. you know, the protector of my friends mm-hmm. or because I'm cool and I might be attractive I might not be the the most attractive person in the group so they they try to befriend me and I'm like well that's cool or whatever Mm-hmm. but mm. that's a form of me not being safe. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like,
0: Break it down for me. I do. I hear you though. I want you to go. I want you to do that. Mm. because I, I hear you.
4: So a lot of times um, guys find me sexually attractive, mm-hmm. but because of society, they're like, oh, I might not want to date you out in public. Right. So I said that to say, mm-hmm. um, when something like that happens, it it it's almost like say if I was sexually assaulted, it, I'm less likely to be, be believed because I'm plus size, mm. which mm-hmm. makes me unsafe, right? Yep. So yep. while I was I, we were we went out to this um event, me and my homegirls, and this guy who had met her somewhere else. She ended up ghosting him, but he couldn't, he didn't understand why he got ghosted, right? And so we just like, hey, just, it's okay. Just go on about your business. He kept coming over for her all the way up until the end of the event to the point where I had to tell him like, hey, I understand you've been rejected, but now we're all feeling unsafe because you keep coming over. And I feel like because I'm plus size, I, I have to be like the... Bodyguards for everybody. Masculine energy in the group to, right. to get people to understand, like you're you're not going to like bully us or whatever. Right. And so sometimes I feel like hmm. I'm not protected by black men because I'm plus size, but at the same time, you don't mind having sex with me, which is really weird. Right. Yeah, and I know I I don't know how deep that that is or. For for understanding, but that,
0: uh, I, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it, and it's,
4: uh, it's it's an uncomfortable place to to live in.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like
4: I've I
3: didn't had what you were two. saying at first when you said, said they, the, they. I didn't get what you said. What you were saying at first when you said they tend to masculate you or yeah. put like a masculine role on you until you clarified that, and that's important to bring up. Simply because I have family and friends that are gay and men will do the same thing. They will feel like a gay woman does not need to be protected. Well, uh, uh, the, the masculine, the studs or whatever you want to call them, yeah. don't need to be protected because they are They take on masculine themselves as a man or dressing as a man or whatever the case may be. So, woo, child. Yeah, I think there's
2: definitely levels to that because outside of being plus size or outside of being gay, black women in general have that issue because they do that a lot to us in the media. Right. You know, a lot of times white women get the privilege of being the damsel in distress right. and we just kind of have to protect ourselves, let alone if you're a part of any other marginalized groups, right? So right. It's just, it sucks. It's Which sucks. is why I'm not a fan of feminism. I'm like, that's not for black women.
3: Well, you know, some of them feminists are a
2: little... Mm-hmm. I, hey.
0: I've said That's that, another but I'm not this. in the position as a man to really even have that conversation. Um, but I feel like it's not the place for black women. Black women should be very careful with that. I will Definitely. say this as a black man: um, I have seen all of that, and I have told women before, different women, hey, bring your masculine energy down. Like mm. you know, I ain't got to do that, and and it's a natural reaction. I want you. Masculine energy, women use masculine energy for a number of different reasons, right? Right, <laughs> right, right. But also to manifest in different ways. So, if you want to talk spiritual work, we could talk that. But if you want to just talk in general, masculine energy is used uh, for a number of different purposes. You have to be in full control of that. There's a lot of men that are dealing with testosterone. And I want y'all, I want to highlight this because it's something I'm going to talk about with the men. There's a lot of men, I want you to understand, a lot of these guys that you're seeing who are coming out very emotional, unstable, aggressive, they don't understand that they have unstable testosterone levels, right? And so they are overcompensating and they have instability with the testosterone, right? There's an imbalance. And Mm. you are acting out emotionally because you don't, they, you have a physiological symptom, right? That's mm-hmm. taking place in your body, but it also can mm-hmm. manifest in certain relationships that you have with the opposite sex, where they'd be like, man, up. Well, maybe his estrogen levels are very high and his, his testosterone levels are low, and he may be a little more emotional mm-hmm. and need to get that checked out. So, there's different reasons as to why we project in feminine ways are in masculine mm-hmm. ways. It could be environmental, it could be biological, it could be a number <laughs> of different things, but I think being aware of it is key. Uh, Tony, you got something you, you want to drop on that?
2: Yeah. I feel like, so, one thing I know is that in any relationship, whether it's a man, man, woman, 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 man, those energies have to balance out. Yeah. And sometimes it's yeah. that the woman is the more masculine one and the man is the more feminine one. Yeah. But I think one of the luxuries that black women aren't often afforded is to just be in our divine feminine because we're often in positions where we have to protect where we have to provide where we have to you know step in between or do these things that really aren't meant for us to do that's meant for you guys to do but if you guys aren't doing that somebody has to do it right right? and so it's like i don't really always have a chance to be feminine but when i'm around a guy who's masculine and who's like really a man I'm getting the fuck out of the way because I believe in men do manly things. Straight I believe up. in that, but we don't often get a chance to be around men who are doing real nigga shit. So <laughs> somebody got to do
3: it, you know. Yes, what I mean? like, that's a very really important part. Yeah, so even him, if we're to that important part, that
0: leads to women
3: not feeling sexy. Let
0: him out. Him figure. It out. This is why I want y'all to hear me say, women, black women need to stop being gap fillers stop with the stepping up to take the lead and let that man figure it out there's a reason why in Africa they had rights to passage where a man, a boy had to go kill a lion, a hyena or something had to go kill something to bring it back to show that he was a man or survive out by himself overnight or something like that let him figure out how to kill not kill, no, no. but to, to to become what he needs to be. Give him the space and time. And if that requires separation, do that. Thank Stop you the word out. stepping up <laughs> in relationships if it requires separation for him to figure it out. Then let that be what it is. But a lot right. of times men can't figure it out. i become a man because you taking on the role of being a man. And what a lot of good men would do is they will See that okay, you've taken on the masculine energy, you're taking on this role where there's a balance that's off. And if both of us trying to take that position, we're gonna be fighting like cats and dogs. I can't do that because I'm automatically gonna win that battle, right? And but I'm gonna win in a way that's not healthy. If, right. I, if I decide in my mind I'm gonna win it, I'm deciding to win death, right. uh, life or death, right? Yeah. But if you say, hey, I'm going to back off. I'm going to do this role. that's so A lot of men find themselves in those emasculated positions. Yeah, Right. So let that man figure it out. Let him figure it out. He got to become and a They, man. Separate they might not him. like
4: you when you tell them, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to let you figure yourself out. It's okay. I like, think that's something I you can do okay. in
2: romantic relationships, but then become... so like, let's say we're out and Jamila talked about like, if I'm out with my friend and this guy keeps doing whatever, other men are watching and not saying anything, we're now uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Who's going to say something? You know, like, in relationships, right. like I can take a step back. But if it's just, like, everyday situations that come up, you, you don't always get that luxury of being like, I'm going to let him figure it out. Now, if it's somebody right. you're romantically involved in, then, you know, you can obviously choose yeah. to step back and yeah. let him do what he needs to do. But it's Robert, just unfortunate. No, it's like, I don't want to feel... The last place I should feel unsafe is in the room full of black men. Hello.
0: But they, it's just the, it's the especially mentality. if
3: we got your back through all the bullshit going on in America.
0: The only I one that have your back. But I want you I want to hear this though. Black men don't feel safe either because you dog black men watch black women dog black men every day until one of us gets shot. It ain't t- you are all about just women. Until one of us gets shot and then now it's protect black men. And then I think black men so, a lot of so shit. Thin. But we,
2: we, we go hard for y'all every day. We might talk about trying to beat y'all inside your head, but we go hard for y'all every day, not only just when you get shot, but I'll take that. If that's your experience, right. then no, I'll I'll see, take I'm,
0: that. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying.
3: So let me give you let me give you
0: from a of, woman's the perspective most holders. Look at you
3: learning. (laughs) But let me tell you from a woman's perspective, right? Uh So, naturally, in nature, women are supposed to have a certain role. Men are supposed to have a certain role. Like you talked about testosterone and estrogen levels, supposed to be a balance. One brings a certain energy, the other brings a certain energy. Mm -hmm. So, let's say this it's a women are more reactors than actors right so we're going to be we're going to have a react like we're not going to wake up in the morning and just be on bullshit if a woman gets on bullshit at some point during the day it's because of an event that happened so if a woman if you feel like a woman is too aggressive or too masculine it's probably because she's been put in a situation to where a man didn't do what he was supposed to do and she had to just like they were talking about if you're out and the dude keeps approaching, keeps coming, keeps coming. Nobody else is telling him, hey, bro, chill out. they not interested. But let, let her be. Who's going to protect me if not me? If I can't rely on the police to protect me, if I can't rely on the people I'm around to protect me, if I can't rely on a stranger that does not know me mm-hmm. with a penis to protect me, who going to do it? Am I supposed to just sit and be a victim to harassment and sexual harassment and verbal abuse because I'm telling you, hey, back up off of me. And then all of a sudden I go from queen to a bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if I don't exert yeah. a certain type of energy to get the result that I want, like, but then all of a sudden I become, like I said, the, the role shift. It goes from mm-hmm. queen to mm-hmm. you a bitch.
0: I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you what that is, though. I'm going to tell you what that is. And then what I would like for each one of y'all to do is to give me... Um, Give me a, a final word. I don't want. I want us to stick while it's hot and cut it while it's hot before it go too long. But I, I will say this: the problem with many men. I'm gonna tell you the problem right now, and it's it's a problem I face. Like I don't. If you watch me, I don't keep a lot of dudes around me. I don't. Um. I'm. I feel like I'm ten toes down. I'm gonna shoot it by myself, and. I ain't scared of nobody and I'll go to war with anybody in the blink of an eye. I don't care. You know what I mean? I was taught to shoot early and and, and love forever. So I uh I feel like a lot of men don't have principles. Like (laughs) men aren't taught principles. I'm a principled man. So no matter what the situation is, my principles are unconditional. Do the right thing. Be respectful, have honor be loyal principles that's how I was raised I was raised on principles to respect your last name give it value give it respect all you lead, all you got in this world is is your name and your boss that's my dad talking you know what I'm saying like straight up a lot of guys don't have principles and that is the reason why there's issues, and so their emotions and how they treat you is very conditional upon what they're feeling and what they're receiving. So, with mm-hmm. that being said, I'm gonna pass the mic. I'm gonna, let's go, Jamila, Lucy, Tony closes out. Okay,
4: so I think overall, based off of your statement, um, if we take responsibility, since we didn't go into anything spiritual, I do want to say something mm-hmm. in that vein. Mm -hmm. um there are scriptures in titus that says young women teach i mean older women teach young women Mm -hmm. you know men teach the boys Mm -hmm. i feel like if we take the responsibility with breaking generational curses by when we see something wrong say something is wrong Mm -hmm. and hold that responsibility to one another as human beings that means that protection will automatically happen inside of the unity the other thing, the other side of that is if we recognize that we have a lot of PTSD from slavery, segregation, things of that nature, and become aware of that, then us as a people, I won't, if, if I'm your woman, then I won't be trying to emasculate you because I've had to. I'll be in my, I'll be in my safe place to say, I want to be wholly feminine, and I'm going to let you do what you do as a man. Mm -hmm. if you have shown me that you're principled. Mm -hmm. And I think if we can do that as a culture, as as black people, then I think we have a step in the right direction.
0: Mm. That's good. I like that. Bootsy, baby?
3: Well, um, girl, I agree with everything that just came out your mouth, but (laughs) those are all very different separate deep topics we have to talk about. But as far as protection goes, I would say To a man like yeah there's plenty of things we could work on childhood trauma all that stuff in the black community sure but just on a surface level of protection your mama and the women you grew up around are not the only people worthy of being protected if you see something that you don't want to happen to your mother sister auntie grandmother daughter be in a position to say something about it Mm. men greet men Men respect men. If you're dealing with a man and you can just simply say, Hey, bro, that ain't cool. That's not that's not what men do, without yourself being in fear of what that man will do to you. Imagine how a woman feels mm. when that when she's presented with that same man. So all I'm saying is, as far as protection goes, don't say, Oh, well, the woman did this, or her man should have been there, or let somebody else do it. If you see something that you know. Is making a woman uncomfortable, and you don't want it done to any woman that you know and love and care about, please do it because that it could be your mother or sister somewhere out and about being harassed, sexually approached, violated. You would want somebody to step up and say something about it, you would want that same protection from them. So just be the man that you would want for the women that you love mm. to other women without expecting mm. something in return. Mm without
0: expecting something sexual in return okay.
2: yeah. so, Tony. Those, those are really good points i completely agree with everything both of you all just said my final word would be <clears throat> to the men to take social and emotional inventory mm-hmm. of not only yourself but think about the women that are in your lives right mm-hmm. think about women you encounter friends mothers sisters You know, and ask them if they feel safe, listen to their stories, like genuinely ask and care, because nine times out of 10, if like Carl said, the masculine energy is showing up, it's probably because she doesn't feel safe with you, right? And so having the space to be able to do that and facilitate those conversations are good. But even just on the surface level, pay attention to the behaviors and just ask, like, do you feel safe when you're out with me? Do you feel safe in general when you're out by yourself? Like, what is it that I can do to to make you feel safer? Or, you know, like, you know, we're all in this as a community. And I feel like we have to have more of these conversations to make people aware. Because awareness is the biggest piece. And then yeah. just caring. Like, like Lucy said, like, actually step up and do something. Say something when you see something. Intervene. Be a man. Like, we appreciate it. So, very much so very it much makes so. us more
4: feminine like honestly like when you are doing your thing as a man we're like oh wait a minute now i can fall back like i can fall
3: all the way back and let you live in
4: that if and you're handling
3: the masculine i have no choice but to be feminine mm-hmm. oh boom you did what you It it's an immediate reaction yeah,
0: i love mm-hmm. it i love it hey this is good I, I want I want us. It's so it's so much. We're gonna do a multi part with this, um, you ladies. I really appreciate you. I I am a person that believes everything happens naturally, organic. I don't like uh, dictating the flow a lot with over too many questions. I like it just whatever we feel to go because whatever is on the heart is gonna come out the mouth, right? And so mm-hmm. uh, I am grateful. I thank you. I appreciate you so much for your vulnerability for your transparency and um for your time thank you so much i appreciate it for all of you listening um you can find these young ladies support them in their endeavors they're all amazing entrepreneurs whether it's your hair rubbing your body down I like getting your day life together baby they can do it okay so those those you the, too. all about supporting queen Definitely. Again, ladies i'll see you next time thank you
3: thank you later take care y'all you too